now on the line, I'm delighted to be joined by Elaine from Rathcrohan Visitor Centre. Good morning, how are you? Hi, Kira. how are you? It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Thank I suppose you. for listeners listening in, there's so much events going on at Rathcrohan and I know it's been, there's been so much activity and there's been some amazing things, especially with the, the new funding as well that came through as well. It's, it's been so exciting for you guys. Absolutely. There's, there's always something new to, to delve into anyway and just, I, I suppose, so spread the word about Rathcrohan and what it's all about. Well, this is exactly it because it's such it's so rich in um, historical f- finds there. But I suppose you have, um, this, I suppose Halloween's coming up now, and you guys have this fantastic um, festival as well that you kind of do. I suppose on the day um, and the, the tour as well. I suppose for the for all age groups. But tell us about this year. Yeah, so this year we're running um, tours that just go exclusively to the cave itself. Um, wow. So they'll be about an hour and a half long. Usually our tour we would incorporate over two and a half hours. We'd go to Rathcrohan Mound, discuss the architecture, or the archaeology as well as the mythology there. But this one it's just to do with the cave itself. Um, it's a site that's said to be an origin for the Festival of Samhain. Um, certainly the, the Christian monks would have christened it really the gateway to hell, Dorisif and the Heron, but we like to see it as a gateway to the other world. It's certainly hell is a Christian concept. It sort of sells it short. You have to be dead, you have to be evil, whereas this other world scenario, you could be alive or dead, good or evil, to pass back and forth. Um, Onagot is seen as a, a veil, if you like, that diminishes at the point of year. So when we come into the winter period, we start to shut down and hi- hibernate ourselves type of thing. Um, and as I said, this is when the mortals can actually head into that cave system, into that otherworldly realm, a realm of plentiful supply. You name it, they've got it down there, basically. Time moves very differently down there, though, as well. But, of course, it's also the time when more negative entities from that otherworld scenario come out, and they basically bring about winter onto the landscape. So what's involved in that, that's what we try to discuss on the tour itself, as well as to, um, you know, if you're brave enough to, to head into the cave, itself down with us well this is it and I have to say um, isn't it amazing I suppose that we have these underground features that are there and have survived throughout Absolutely. so many years and it's such a popular yeah it's a, it's a popular location isn't it on the Rathcrotton uh, yeah tour. it has become, and become really really popular for people now with the landowner's permission we, we have access to the site and as I said we take people into the cave itself but um, I, I suppose a lot of people think you know a cave you just walk into whereas in this scenario you need to go through a suit rain, so that would be like a man-made tunnel, and that brings you into this natural cavern, which happens to be uh, underground then as well. So, I mean, even the challenge to get through that suit rain, that small space, to enter into a space that just sort of opens up underground. Um, the cavern itself is completely natural. Again, I suppose the wonders of nature itself. Uh, it's carboniferous limestone, so this region will be rich in limestone, so that's what gives it these karst features, these cave features. Um, and just even the shape of the cave, I mean, and, and just that pure darkness that you're plunged into. Now, obviously, we do go in with torches, but we do like to turn off the torch, um, and you can't see the hand in front of your face. You can't really hear anything. You might hear a drip of water, um, but again, it, it's, it's like sensory deprivation. So again, that just adds to maybe the mysticism or you know, people trying to make sense of the environment that they were actually in. I often say we've science to explain this stuff nowadays, but you know, back in pre-Christian times or, or even up to 100 years ago, they, they needed to use their imagination to make sense of that environment and even the seasons themselves, like how they evolve over the course of the year itself. 
and Samhain of course will be regarded as the end of the year as we enter into that dark period Absolutely and I suppose when it comes to the tour as well itself is there like still like spaces available or um, There's just a few uh, spaces available actually mostly dates from the 23rd uh, 24th, 25th um, and then we have a few dates a few places sorry left on the first all the rest it, it seems as soon as we pop it books up very quick doesn't it, yeah, it goes <laughs> always really, unfortunately this would be mean uh, that people disappointed but um, hop on there quick anyway for those last few days again all booking is done over the website uh, it's just to make sure that we have numbers um, Just it, it's just an eight um, eight maximum again it's just to, to try and, and create that atmosphere that you have space in the cave then itself wow well, this is it. And again, it's such an amazing thing as well. I suppose for people listening in as well online, it's the website as well that they, they, yes, they go they to, Yes, they need to go it? through the website then just so we can coordinate things properly like as well. So, But definitely uh, worth the visit. As I said, these the stories that are connected with sound, that's why we celebrate sound, um, you know, in the way that we do the, the dressing up type of thing and um, the feasting, the gathering together. Um, and the divinations, trying to predict the future as well. And these are all connected with stories that would have taken place and things that would have taken place in Irish households uh, throughout the various centuries that have passed. Absolutely, and it's, it's a popular thing. And I think what, what you've really brought to the area, especially as well with the coffee shop as well, that's very, um, a lot yep. of people, it's very handy for visitors and for tourists and everything as well. Very much so. At least it means, you know, you can pop in, have maybe a, a lunch or a coffee just, and then take the tour with us or simply head around the museum there as well. The museum itself will be a self-guided aspect, just trying to explain to people the wealth of archaeology, of folklore and uh, literature that, are, that is connected with this particular landscape. Um, of course, it being the, the royal site of Connacht, but again, it's also associated with various rituals. And not just to do it with Samhain, but uh, throughout the different seasons as they pass. Absolutely. And I suppose people can follow you guys as well on your social media because you're quite active on social media too. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have uh, our Instagram page, Rakhahan, and then, of course, our Facebook page then as well. But again, if you wanted to pay us or send us a message via uh, you know, the email or anything like that, we, we do our best to, to keep up with all our answers and things like that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Elaine, for coming on this morning. I wish you all the best with your thank event you. coming up. Absolutely. That's yeah. going to set up very quick. Thank you so much. Thanks a million, Kira. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Have a lovely morning. Bye-bye. You bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.